any racer out there knows how difficult it is when you're fixing your sheet metal and you've got to drill out the pop rivets. You end up with that 3 drill bit and it's got rivets fed all the way up the shaft. You end up having to get a pair of pliers out, reverse that, and work those rivets back off that drill bit. Damaging the drill bit, dulling the drill bit. Thank you to our friends at Popbit. They have now made removing rivets easy. Check out their website at popbitusa.com. These are all made right here in the USA and will save you time, money, and effort when drilling out pop rivets. Racing Vector Store, the ultimate resource for high-quality, fully customizable vector images for dirt racing and other motorsports. Perfect for digital media. Craft projects, t-shirt and logo design, sponsor presentations, wrap design mock-ups, laser engraving, signs, websites, and much, much more. Again, that is Racing Vector Store with over 190 designs available to download. Visit them today at racingvectorstore.etsy.com. Are you looking for a way to showcase your team or organization's spirit and pride? Look no further than Fresh Prints, the premier custom apparel and awards company. Whether you need custom t-shirts, hats, jackets, or any other type of apparel, Fresh Prince has got you covered. Their experienced team will work with you to design the perfect look to represent your group. But that's not all. Fresh Prince also offers a wide variety of custom awards and trophies to recognize your team's achievements. From sports teams to corporate events, they have something for everyone. Plus, with their state-of-the-art printing technology and high-quality materials, you can be confident that your apparel and awards will look fantastic and last for years to come. So what are you waiting for? Head over to FreshPrintsInc.com and see what all they have to offer. And be sure to mention our podcast to receive a special discount on your first order. And welcome everyone to the Wild Will Throwdown episode number one of season two here presented by Dirt 2 Media. It is great to be back with you all out there in the motorsports community. And now, of course, my name is Will Greenwell. Please welcome back my co-host this year for season two, Mr. Hawk Harold Adams from Race 8. Hawk, can you believe it's time for the smell of engines and the roar of the crowd? We are back. It's racing season 2023, my man. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, Will, for having me back. I mean, this is always an exciting time. You know, the season goes on and on, as we said last year. We loved it, but, you know, it's good to have a little break. But once you have that break during the off season, about this time, right before the season starts, you know, you got all excited. So uh, it's great to be back on here for you, and I'm glad you got an, uh, another season here on the Wild Wheel Showdown. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we are back and it's a great season. You know, we're going to have a lot of guests this year and, uh, of course, cover all of that's happening in 2023. But uh, first, let's just take care of a little bit of ups, uh, of other things, if you will. Uh, Hawk, it's been a um, very busy off season for you and I, my man. Uh, of course, we ended the 2022 season. You and I headed out to California, if you will, at the Orange Show Speedway. That's where we left off. I know you got kind of sick out there after you got back. We had a good time out there. It was a good way to close out the 2022 season, heading into the off season. Oh, yeah, it was a great time. You know, I've never been out to California, so it was exciting to be out there. Plus, to go to Orange Show Speedway, always great to go to a new track, especially a figure eight track. So it was great to see everybody out there, different ones that we had talked to, you know, online, and we got to meet them, you know and uh, some of the ones that come out here to Indy, and it was great to go out there to their home track and see them out there. And, yeah, I did get the COVID when I come back, so uh, that wasn't too good. But uh, we're all good and recovered from that and got the off-season going. And, like I say, uh, getting really excited for the 2023 racing season. 
Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, of course, glad you're feeling better. Glad your wife's doing better from all of her health issues as well. But, uh, yeah, it's been a, a very busy off season for me as well. You know, uh, as everyone have seen and, and watched my social media, I'm very active on social media. Had gastric surgery and uh, lost already 65 pounds from that. So that's uh, one of the biggest things that I did in the off season. of course. Uh, look different, uh, feel better, very excited. Uh, still a challenge here and there. Uh, wife and I bought a home. We are going to be located now at uh, Lanesville, uh, Indiana. So, Harold, can you believe it? I become a Hoosier now. Well, I mean, you're you're moving up in the world, I guess you could say. You know, uh, getting to be a Hoosier and uh, thinning up a little bit. So, uh, you know, pretty soon you'll be about like me. Hey, it's nothing wrong with that. But uh, you know, my <laughs> wife built a dental, uh, bought a dental practice. We're very excited. She's getting out of the military. A lot of people know that side of the. Uh, private personal life, I guess you could say, of Will Greenwell, and uh, very blessed uh, to have that happen as well. Everyone knows my other big announcement in the 2022-23 offseason. That was I become the new director of race operations at the Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis, Indiana, at the Marion County Fairgrounds. Eddie Van Meter, Shannon Mastin up there, the co-owners of the Speedway. We have a lot going on up there this year, and we're going to talk a lot about that here during the show in the off season. We got a new surface coming down, and uh, we're very excited about that. You know, the prior surface wasn't as great. Not to the fault of anybody, to be honest with you. It was just the rock underneath that surface. Very excited. I have a great tower staff, if you will. Um, it's kind of different being in management now than starting five years ago and just the announcing business, I guess you could say. Very excited. Very busy. We're getting ready to have our first practice of the 2023 season on April 1st and 2nd. We'll get more to the schedules. We're going to go over a lot of schedules today. I will also be doing five events for the Salem Speedway where I spent my 2022 primary. Uh, I will be doing about five events there for uh, the new owners, um, Nick and, of course, Glenn Luckett being the manager there. Very excited for things with Salem Speedway, and we're going to jump into that as well. Uh, Nick Bohannon, the new owner at Salem Speedway. I'll be doing a couple events at Painesville Speedway, our friend Randy Maggio and the family up there. How about this, Hawk? And we'll jump into this a little bit later, but big news out of that stable this year, the rebirth of the World 300. How about that? Yeah, I was as shocked as anybody to see that kind of pop up there. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, exactly what Randy has in mind for that situation. But it's always great, you know, to have like a new outlaw event the outlaw figure eight event so it's great i know randy loves him uh, outlaws and the fans up there in painesville area love it too so it's great to see it grow up there in that that part of the country yeah painesville speedway fans are like no other when the outlaws come into town the first annual buckeye figure eight nationals that i was a part of in july of 2000 i believe it was 21 we had our second annual in 2022. This will be the third annual. Hard to believe three years in the making for that event. But uh, sold-out crowd, 2022, they added some seating. Sold-out crowd, I cannot believe and wait uh, to see what's going to happen in July of this year as we get ready. And I may uh, make an appearance at the Evergreen Speedway this year in Washington State. Uh, so that'll be fun as well. Always wanted to go up there. James Conley and the crew up there in the Northeast figure eight, they're, they're making headway. Uh, with their program, of course, they did Colorado last year, and that was an exciting event. Again, a sellout crowd at a huge track in Colorado, so they're making waves. But, uh, Hawk, tell me a little bit about what's going on in your offseason. You landed a few Race 8 sponsors this year, new sponsorships. Uh, talk about what's going on in the world of Hawk. 
Uh, yeah, of course, we're uh, still doing the race eight thing. As most people probably know, uh, we dropped the uh, uh, race eight pro front wheel drive figure eight from the schedule this season at the sports drone. Uh, it's sort of like run its course. You know, we've done that for several years, but as a figure eight kind of does, it kind of comes and goes. So in that division, it was kind of waning. So we're going to go ahead and drop that, but we're still going to follow through with the uh, pro front wheel drives on the oval. They're on the schedule uh, six, seven times this season. So we're hoping to have a good season uh, with those guys. And, uh, uh, yeah, I got the uh, T-shirts again. This is the 13th straight year that I'm doing the Race 8 T-shirts, and 100% of the proceeds goes towards the drivers and fans at the, at the track. So it all goes back into the pro front-wheel drives and a lot of the other bonuses that I do throughout the season there at the track and sometimes uh, uh, elsewhere as well. So uh, getting all that together, a Gar Funeral Home has come on as the main sponsor for the t-shirts and also once again Merrill Beerman excavating is the point fund sponsor for the pro front wheel drives uh at the sports drone this season so we're gearing up for all that I'm gearing up uh, I'm down here in my basement now I've been cleaning up I was telling you earlier I've been cleaning out the basement I've got a lot of junk down here but I've been cleaning up I've been creating a new office down here myself and uh, I've been cleaning up. I'm getting a new computer this week for the just for racing, basically. I've set things up here. I got decorations. I got uh, you know a bunch of my plaques and pictures of my pictures and flyers from the tracks all up on the wall. And everything so making it look good, making it actually looks like a race office. So I'm preparing for this season. And yeah, once again, also I'll be the official photographer again at Sports Drone for 2023. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, you do a fana- fantastic job with the photography as well as race eight and the promoting there. But yeah, like the new house we're getting ready to be going to, I'm going to have my own studio in there, so I'll be able to record a lot more down in the basement. Uh, and if if I ever get in trouble, which I'm probably it, it's probably going to happen. Like, let's be honest, right? I'll probably get sent to the basement anyway. So you know, that's how it goes. Yeah, well, at least you have it all uh, set up down here. Uh, you can uh, make a. Uh, good use of your time while you're down there. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's jump into this 2023 schedule look. Uh, just kind of taking a snapshot, we'll start off with, of course, where I'll be mainly this year, Circle City Raceway up in Indianapolis, Indiana, at the Marion County Fairgrounds. Of course, I took the director of operations job up there, so a lot more responsibility. Looking at it right now, you know, Saturday, hopefully the weather's good. As we all know about Mother Nature, it's another big story coming into every season, it sounds like. But uh, Saturday, April 1st and 2nd, going to be open uh, practice as of now, registration for all classes. Then opening night, and I believe you're going to try to make that with me that night as well, is Friday night, April the 7th. That will be our opening night with Dirt Crate Late Models, Dirt Car, UMP Modifieds, Pro Legends, Mod Lights, and Super Stocks. But other, other than that, looking through the schedule, it's a huge schedule. You and I talked about it. We did not think it was going to be this much of an iconic schedule in 2023 for the first year of flight, I call it, uh, for the new owners, Eddie and Shannon. But, I mean, such an iconic schedule, really, in dirt racing. May 19th, that is a huge one. It is the second annual Circle City Raceway C.J. Rabram Tribute. $10,000 to win to Super Late Models. Also on hand, going to be the Boss Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Car Series, Dirt um, Late Models for Crates and TQ Midgets. Now, a lot of people don't know about the Boss Buckeye Outlaws, uh, excuse me, the Sprint Cars. 
I am a little bit familiar with those. They're out of Ohio, of course, hence Buckeye. But they bring like 25 to 35 sprint cars per event. So that is a huge following for them as well. But then you look at some of the midweek races we have. May 25th, Thursday. Yes, you heard me right. Thursday night, USAC Amsoil Sprint Cars National Championship, USAC Midwest Thunder. That's huge because all these USAC Flow Racing is going to cover those. And what does that mean? It means Circle City is going to be in the national spotlight um, on Flow Racing. We we all watch Flow Racing. We love Flow Racing. But then you fast forward that. Then on Monday night is the USAC NOS Energy Drink Mid- Midgets National Championship. That's huge for Circle City. That's June 5th. I mean, you look all the way through here. We have everything from the Crown Vix, the 600cc Outlaw Non-Wing Spring Micros, Micro racing, let's talk about that for a second. Micro sprint car racing is the fastest growing open wheel for beginners and up through the ranks, really even adults. You look at the um, Chili Bow Nationals the week prior, uh, they have the micros inside of the dome, or excuse me, not the dome, but the uh, Oklahoma City uh, Center there. I've never been there, always wanted to go, but they have like 400 micros out there competing, so very cool to see that. Uh, looking on through, I mean, you have undoubtedly, and you know this, Harold, it was a big story. Circle City, what Eddie and Shane has put together as far as payouts is pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, uh, we kind of anticipated, you know, Eddie and, and Shane, you know, you can just tell that they uh, they want to go, they want to go big, and they want to do things right. So we t- sort of anticipated that things were going to go well and, and move along quickly. But, I mean, they've really uh, – really outdone themselves, like you say, with the schedule and then with the payouts. I mean, uh, just incredible. So <laughs> I think you're looking for a big season up there the, this year, uh, Will. Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, July 2nd, uh, we are going to have uh, – this is during Fair Week, the night of destruction, if you will. The day of destruction is what they're calling it because, of course, it's in the day on a Sunday – Demolition Derby, school bus racing, everything that you would expect. Even trailer racing. They won about 20 trailers. That's pretty much like uh, Rockford Speedway. Of course, that was big news in the offseason I didn't include and uh, feel really bad about that. Is uh, How about that? Another track closing its doors after all of these years. We hate to see Rockford Speedway go down like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, like I say, we've seen a lot of their highlights on, uh, on uh, the Internet, and uh, they have some <laughs> – classic night of destruction races there it's a great track been there for a long time and uh i know mike gibson down there at sports Drone, he's very good friends with the owners up there so uh he was kind of very surprised that uh, he was coming to an end too but uh at least they're giving them one uh last season up there and you know me and you talked about going up there and we'd like to go up there you know before the season is over with but i don't know if we'll be able to with our busy schedule but uh we are keeping it in mind yeah, no doubt. We'll definitely uh, sit down and compare dates and see if there's any time allotted for us to do that because I would definitely like to do that before the end of the 2023 season. Um, just a few more dates here looking through the incredible schedule here at Circle City Raceway. Of course, again, September 15th, Friday night, the USAC Amsoil National Sprint Car Championship comes back to town. We have the All-Star TQ Series Dirt Car UMP Modifieds together. We have the Indiana Throwback Sprints. But, of course, the grand finale, it's going to be the second annual Circle City Raceway Norton Transport Spooky 150. You and I got to be a part of that Spooky 150 event. I always said it is a record for me in the past five years, half a decade. That was like, what, 12 
hours of announcing straight? Oh, it was a long day because I was there too uh, for the longest time there in the infield uh, taking pictures. But I tell you, it was a ball. Uh, it was different, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, that I know it, we was pretty wore out after that one, that's for sure. No doubt. Um, that was definitely a day, but we had such a good time and I, and I enjoyed it. And uh, just another thing on Circle City Raceway, another announcement. Uh, my buddy Scotty Keene, he has announced today he is coming back to Circle City Raceway this year as my cohort. So um, I'm glad to see Scotty Keene come back and interact with the fans and do the uh, Victory Lane photos because I really didn't want to walk three miles to get to Victory Lane, as you know how that line out is. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be, that's, that's good news there. I mean, I love Scotty. I know you do too. He's a great uh, announcer uh, for what he does there. And so. I'm sure you and him will work really good up there this season. Yeah, we're excited. Now let's go to the place where I started my announcing career in 2019, celebrating, I believe, 77 years, and that is Mike Gibson's Sportstrom Speedway, where you're going to be most of the 2023 season. Looking at that, of course, guess what? This weekend, scheduled, now I say that very tentatively, scheduled to be Friday night and Saturday night. It is the open weekend, opening weekend, modified figure eight, sportsman, Ford Oval, Ford figure eight, Ford Powder Puff, front wheel drive oval, and smack talkers. That's a lot of divisions. Yes, it is. I mean, that's why he was wanting to do a two-day event, you know, because it's always so much going on with first weekend of people trying to get practice and tech and everybody qualifying. It likes to have a lot of divisions show up on that first uh, night, so that's why he has split it to the two divisions. But as you said already, and we mentioned it a lot last year, Mother Nature already playing a hand. Yeah, no doubt, and I know everyone is looking at the weather. We, we see it all the time. All the weather people come out. Saturday night is looking great. Um, I saw 50% of rain in the morning, but in the low 60s, I believe it was the last time I looked, do I think we will see racing at some point this weekend? Yes. Uh, we saw the Drifters, who are going to be there Sunday. They will have beautiful weather. It's like 60-something and sunny. But the way the, the forecast is lined out, I don't know about Friday. But I guess you could say if they have racing, the worst-case scenario is run it like they did in years past, correct? Yes. Uh, like I say, as of this uh, recording right now, it's still on for Friday and Saturday because you know how – it is with the weather around here. Things change daily because we look at it every day. We'll be like, hey, this percentage of rain is different and this temperature is different. So you never know. But, yeah, it is trending towards the worst on Friday. So that's not looking too good. But I'm just guessing that uh, most likely we will go back to the normal format of uh, all day Saturday and have racing Saturday night. But uh, we'll just have to see what develops, you know, day to day as we get closer to uh, opening weekend. Oh, sure. Nothing's official. We just want to kind of let people know that nothing's official here. Uh, That's just kind of our best estimate is what I would think. Uh, But nevertheless, I'm going to be on hand this weekend. Um, I'll be in the booth most of the season when I'm not busy with Circle City or or elsewhere. I'll be taking notes for the podcast and whatnot because I still consider all the Sportstrom Speedway family, so I'm excited for that and the year they have and seeing all the great people, drivers, crews, and great fans in the stands as well. But going to be a great weekend. Grandstand, $17 on Saturday, $15 teens and seniors, $7 kids and 12 and under. Uh, 
you know, you can't beat that for that many divisions in that long of a program. I don't care what you say. You cannot go to the Yum Center and buy monster truck tickets for a two-hour show for under 50 apiece. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's always a good show down there. You know, I've been down there forever, so it's kind of my home away from home. And it's great, to you know, for me to be uh, a big part of that uh, track now and do the photography and all of that. And, uh, you know, as I say, yeah, this weekend, it's exciting to, uh, get things started. Hopefully mother nature cooperates. As we say, we'll probably, uh, may have to do the Saturday thing as, as you mentioned earlier, they do have a drifting event on Sunday. So Sunday's out of the question. So Saturday is looking more and more like thing. Uh, but hopefully, you know, as, as we go along here, we won't have to worry about the weather as much. I just want to brief on the schedule a little bit while we're at it here. Uh, the first other uh, big event is uh, quickly on Saturday, April 8th. Now, that's the Keep Cool 100, which was always uh, brought about by Rocky Glover. So I want to mention this is going to be the Rocky Glover Memorial Keep Cool 100. Of course, we lost Rocky Glover in the off season. a big, big contributor and sponsor of the track for years and years. Used to race down there way back in the day has put on the Keep Cool 100 and the Figure 8 Madness down there for years. Uh, even did photography down there way back in the day. And has always been a big supporter. And of course, his son Daniel races now in the modified Figure 8 and has for a while. So it's really sad to hear uh, Rocky Glover pass away. He's had some health problems over the past few years. And uh, uh, we lost him over the offseason. So it's great they're going to do the Rocky Glover Memorial Keep Cool 100 on April the 8th. I also want to touch on, uh, they're having another uh, second annual must-see figure eight extravaganza on Saturday, April 29th. That'll include the world figure eight uh, uh, cars, the outlaw figure eight cars, and a 50-lap modified figure eight that night, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff, too, going on there. And, of course, a lot, they always have plenty of specials all throughout the year. Of course, uh, the school bus figure eight is always a big night. Uh, June 3rd will be the first school bus figure eight. That'll be sponsored by Roosters. And, of course, we have uh, Jake Gibson again, uh, mid-season championships uh, on Saturday, June 17th. Now, the Midwestern figure eight will be the Outlaws this year. That'll be on Saturday, June 24th. That'll be a 75-lapper for the Outlaw figure eights. Uh, a night of destruction night. Uh, who knows what's going to happen there on July 22nd. Always a popular night. The uh, sportsmen's going to have their Mountain Dew 100 on uh, August 5th. And then, of course, Figure 8 Madness. We mentioned that for uh, uh, Rocky uh, Glover. Always putting that on him and Dean Whirl. That'll be September 2nd. Season championship sponsored by Clark Nichols Excavating on September 16th. And uh, the fall fling for the 77th season, September 23rd, that'll include a big 77-minute enduro for the modified figure eight and a 77-lapper for the Ford figure eight that night as part of the blast. Now, I always do the race eight blast there at the end of the year. I have been for several years for the front-wheel drive oval and figure eight. I still will be doing the front-wheel drive blast for the oval but, of course, we don't have the figure eight no more on the figure eight uh, front-wheel drives. So this year we are going to change it up. And, yes, I'm going to do the Ford figure eight blast. So that will be part of the blast this season. And then the final event, September 30th, we finish it off big time with another 
big school bus figure eight race and the big Ford Oval one hour enduro. Yeah, huge schedule there for the 2023 event schedule season. For Sports Drome Speedway, of course, gates open usually at 5.30 p.m. Racing starts at 7. And something else I want to pass along, because a lot of people that's never been to Sports Drome Speedway before always have a problem with is GPS. But, listen carefully, get your pen and paper. 1207 Highway 31 East, Clarksville, Indiana, 47129. That is the GPS track address. For those who haven't been to Sports Drome Speedway, and we get a lot of first-time visitors on the night of destruction events there at Sportstrom. So uh, just want to note that and take that into uh, consideration. But Hawk Harrod Adams, another place that I plan on being on April the 1st is the opening night at the Indianapolis Speedrome. Of course, our friends Kevin Garrigus and the gang up there at Speedrome uh, having a huge season, of course, April 1st, they kick off the 2023 season with the late model 4th annual Wayne Moore Memorial, excuse me, that's a mouthful, annual Wayne Arnold Memorial 75 lap figure 8, mini late model over oval figure 8, street stocks, adult fast carts and legends. It's going to be a great season up there at Speedrome. They yeah, always love the Speedrome and we always try to get up there whenever we can. I know, uh, you know, you're going to be up there, so you're excited to see that opener and, uh, a lot of times, whenever we get rained out at Sportsdome early enough, we'll truck on up north. A lot of times, up there in Speedrome to check out the action up there. I love the Speedrome. Yeah, and then they kick off uh, April seventh. Uh, it's going to be Elevated Concepts Drifting. Uh, you know, everyone's doing this drifting thing this year at these tracks. It's great income for these local tracks, but it's also very entertaining for a lot of people and it brings in a different crowd, if you will. Hey, racing fans, are you tired of scouring the internet for the latest and greatest races to stream? Look no further than Dirt to Media, the ultimate online streaming destination for all things racing. From dirt track to asphalt racing, they've got it all. With their exclusive partnerships with some of the biggest racing organizations in the world, you'll never miss a race again. Whether you're a diehard fan or just starting to get into the sport, Dirt to Media has something for everyone. And the best part, you can access all of their content from anywhere in the world on any device. So whether you're at home at the track or on the go, you can keep up with all of the action. Head over to dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. When you're out at the track or in the garage, you know that dirt, grease, and grime can quickly build up on your hands, and regular soap just doesn't cut it. That's where Race Clean Hand Cleaner comes in. Our formula is specifically designed to tackle the toughest dirt and grime that racing and automotive work can throw your Yeah, it is uh, getting more and more popular. It's kind of a, a, a trendy thing for the, the younger crowd, but uh, yeah, it gets them out there, and uh, uh, like say, it's good for the track. It's another event brings in a lot of participants, so uh, it's good for everybody all around. And, of course, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Levi Perkins with uh, HARF, the Hoosier Auto Racing fans. Uh, they will have, I believe, three dates at Circle City. They're going to have HARF nights. Uh, they also have them at Speedrome, Mount Lawn, a lot of other tracks. Uh, that That's what's going on there, so uh, that's pretty cool there. He's going to have a night as well on April the 29th. Uh, looking on through here, you have a lot of iconic events at the Indianapolis Speedrome. Uh, more in particularly, 
If you go down to the big event, the spring shootout, that is the first big event that's going to be taking place, usually on Memorial Day weekend, May 26th, Friday. It's going to be mini late model oval and figure eight street stocks, junior fast carts, legends, plus late model practice for the figure eight. May 27th, that's a big night. That is going to be the 10,000 to win Shelby Materials Late Model Spring Shootout 90-minute figure-eight endurance race. Also, factory front-wheel drive, adult fast carts, Ford Oval, Ford 8. Pretty incredible there. That's going to be fun as always. Hope to make it up there this year. I got so many things on my schedule. Don't know if it's going to mix, but that is one schedule uh, date that I have circled. Then they kick off the month of June with the Wild Night 1. Kind of different what they're doing this year. Grocery Getter 30-Minute Enduro presented by One-Way Auto Parts. Trailer Figure 8 presented by Millennium Trailer. School Bus Figure 8 Front Wheel Drive Demolition Derby. And, you know, they're going to have a lot of other stuff there. But uh, those Night of Destructions, a lot more tracks are doing those, if you will. Looking on down, we all know what's coming up, right? You you know what the event is in September, correct? I think I've heard something about it before. But what is it again? I believe it is the World Figure 8 Championship, $20,000 to win the 47th running of the three-hour race. We always look forward to getting to that one. Oh, yeah. It's uh, probably the, the greatest race you'll ever see. And I always tell newcomers, if you've gone, if you go to it once, you'll want to go to it every year. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, last year it was a great race as always, but uh, – now let's switch a little bit. Let's go back to dirt, if you will, because now we head down to the Brownstown Speedway. You and I got the pleasure of calling uh, the Fun Fest this year. That was a very big weekend, but it was fun. Oh, yeah, it was uh, It was, was fun at the Fun Fest. You know, uh, we always joke about me not being a dirt guy, but I've uh, I've kind of come accustomed to enjoying some of the racing action at the at the dirt tracks and we had a lot of fun there at fun fest and it was kind of interesting for me to uh, call some of the action there with you yep you did a phenomenal job like always but of course mother nature took out the 26th annual icebreaker for the lucas oil late model dirt car series uh, that was scheduled for march 18th march 25th the spring meltdown um you know that is scheduled for saturday night so they may get lucky there uh i know uh, Jim and the gang there at Brownstown do their absolute best. There was just no way they could have that Lucas Oil race. Um, they even had snow flurries. I, I saw them posting pictures because, you know, down here south of the Mason-Dixon in Kentucky, we didn't really have it. But you guys up in Indiana had sporadic snow showers on that 18th of March. But this weekend they're going to try again. It's the 14 wing, excuse me, non-wing sprint cars, modifieds. And my buddy Kevin Bear, my new uh, race director at Circle City, his MMSA mini sprint's going to be on hand there on March 25th this weekend. A lot of tracks are kicking off this weekend, and then a lot of more tracks will start the regular season next weekend on the 1st. But uh, Brownstown Speedway, listen to this, Hawk. Wednesday night, April 19th, Castrol Flow Racing Night in America, super late models at Brownstown, $23,023 to win. How about that? Yeah, I mean, we always talk about how they have such great big races up there all throughout the season. And, uh, yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a, a whale of a race there for sure. Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, Brownstown, as the years go, uh, they're also having another series returning this year. A lot of tracks you really don't find that Lucas Oil Late Model Series and the World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Model Series are at the same track. But on July the 15th, the 40th annual Hoosier Dirt Classic, the World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Model is going to be on hand. 
15000 to win modified super stocks. That's another huge race for Brownstown Speedway. And then, of course, Lucas Oil back for the C.J. Rayburn Memorial night before the Lucas Oil race, and that is 10000 to win. And then the uh, other day is September 23rd, 44th annual Jackson 100. $30,000 to win again at Brownstown. Great payouts. And, of course, October 12th through the 15th, going to be the 28th annual Fun Fest. That's my birthday weekend there. Lucky number 34 this year on tap. But then we go, we, we're going to stay on dirt a little bit. We'll go to Paragon Speedway, Paragon. <clears throat> they just had a event. Uh, it was very cold, but they did have the No Way Out 40 for the non-wing sprint cars. Uh, so it was cool to see that. And they have a lot of other things as well on tap uh, as well. So Paragon, I don't think you've been to Paragon, have you? No, I have not made it over there yet. I have not either. And that's the thing. It's uh, very different. I have not made it there. So it's very interesting. But I've always wanted to go there. But uh, how about this one? Here's a track that you know. I believe it is one of your top favorite dirt tracks, Tri-State Speedway in Hobstadt. How about that? Yeah, I've been there uh, two times and really enjoyed it both times. So I wouldn't mind going back there again uh, one day if uh, it presents itself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the 2023 race season at Tri-State Speedway, a lot of great paying races. They kick off the season Saturday, April the 15th with the Spring Showdown. That is the USAC MSCS Sprint Cars MMSA Mini Sprints, 5,000 to win. April 29th, World of Outlaw Sprints. There it is. That's actually the first show you went to, I believe, was the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, correct? Uh, yes, that was, uh, that was uh, very entertaining, to say the least. That will be happening on April the 29th on that Saturday, 10,000 to win on tap. I believe the wind was not blowing in our direction, though, our favor, I should say. Uh, that was like uh, being in the middle of a desert of a, of a, a dust storm. <laughs> I mean, it was it was rough. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, but I had a great time. We went in the pit area. Another track I have not been to, I've wanted to go. I know the owner's there, and that is the Lincoln Park Speedway. Uh, they've kick off the season April 1st as well. They have racing all the way through. I'm talking all the way through a full season. I'm looking at my list here. October 10th is their final event of the season. That is Tuesday night, and that is High Limit Sprint Car Series. Never heard of the High Limit Sprint Car Series, so that is cool as well. Another track that you have not been to, Dirt, and I've always wanted to take you because it's one of my favorite dirt tracks, is the Florence Speedway home of the North-South 100. I know you've been trying to get up there as well, but you've never really worked in our favor as well. Yeah, I noticed a lot of uh, these Crown Vic drivers from this region have been kind of venturing up there from time to time. So uh, uh, hopefully uh, one of these times we can go up there and uh, watch some of our local drivers uh, battle that uh, uh, big dirt track up there. Yeah, and and they have a big compact race up there. Uh, I think this is the 14th annual and that is going to be the 14th annual King of the Compacts weekend. That is October 6th and 7th this year. They end the season with October 29th. But I believe the North-South 100 in August is paying $75,000 to win for Super Late Models this year, which is pretty cool. And now the next track we'll move to, I also want to say a special, uh, um, keep him in your thoughts and prayers, Mr. Dave Duncan. Um of course, everyone on social media has saw that um, I believe he's got brain cancer and it's non-operable, uh, which they have a treatment plan in place today. I think his daughter posted and uh, Jimmy from Mount Lawn posted as well. We want to keep Dave Duncan in our thoughts and prayers. 
Yeah, I know me and you uh, did the announcing. Uh, either both of us or one of us was up there all last year. And uh, Dave's a great guy. Him and Jimmy uh, run a great show up there. We enjoyed it. They welcomed us up there. And uh, really hate to hear that. So I thought some prayers with Dave and uh, uh, all those, his family and everything up there. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, always in our thoughts and prayers. But they kick off the season May 13th. And um, we'll talk about this in a little bit. Big news from the announcement. They're going to Saturday night's opening day. Going to be the spring the door wide open is what they're calling it. Modified stock compacts, pro compacts, crown Vic, and um, other divisions on tap as well. It looks like they're having three, six, nine, ten events this year. Of course, their finale going to be the Harvest Bash the third, Junkyard 100, and Crown Vic 100. Uh, but Mount Lawn Speedway, a heck of a schedule this year. But uh, looking 15 miles away at the Anderson Speedway 2023 schedule, kind of what they've done in the past. But, uh, Harold, I'm going to let you speak a little bit about this for people who do not know. They are actually making history this year, and I think you know what I'm talking about. They are branching the first track to do so since SteamWorld started this division, branching the Ford division. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, I know uh, I'm still kind of not sure exactly how they're going to do it, but, yeah, they are uh, uh, got it listed as a uh, more or less a pro Ford division as compared to everybody else just having a base, a basically stock Ford slash Crown Vic division, what have you. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where this develops. You know, we've seen the, 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 the Crown Vicks go to the big uh, high banks at Salem and uh, let them do a few things there, sort of. But uh, everybody's kind of wondering where these Crown Vicks are going. So this is the first step in that direction of uh, exactly where they want to go with this. So it's kind of a touchy thing. Everybody's kind of watching to see exactly uh, where this ends up and uh, what other tracks may want to do to follow suit. Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, I always call it Anderson Speedway's cream of the crop. The Lucas Oil Little 500 presented by UAW Week. That's going to take place uh, in the, um, I believe I'm looking here, Wednesday, the 24th, 25th, 26th. And uh, that is going to take place. And, uh, Hawk, do you know what month that is? They usually do the Little 500. I believe that is in May. That is Memorial Day weekend. I couldn't see it on my yeah. roster here. Never been to that event. Always wanted to go to that event. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Now, let's head and stay on the asphalt to a place that I will be two times this season. That is the Painesville Speedway in Painesville, Ohio, up at Lake Erie. Always fun up there with the Maggio family and all of the great staff and, and track as well. But uh, they kicked off early, and for that area, it's cold. And it was cold that day, I believe, but it was uh, very cool to see that. Great American Enduro, the Painesville Speedway Enduros, minivans, and rear-wheel drive division. So already kicked off. The next event's April 29th. going to be Autism Awareness Opening Night and Remembrance Night. That is going to be the Street Stock, Figure 8 Iron Man, Chargers, Trophy Stock, Warriors, Rising Stars, Old School Figure 8, and Compact Figure 8 going to take place that night. Now, Hawk, I know you're excited because I know you're going to try to actually go up with me and help me announce this year and whatnot, and that is July 8th. It is the third annual Buckeye Figure 8 Nationals with the Iron Man Old School Compacts and Outlaw Figure 8. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I haven't uh, yet to be able to go up to see the Outlaws on that track. I've been up to Painesville a few times, but I haven't seen the Outlaws yet for one reason or another. So I'm hoping to make it up at least for one of them. Hopefully that Buckeye Nationals, as you mentioned there, July 8th. 
Yeah, that's going to be a good time. Then, uh, of course, you have other duties on September 30th for the World 300 event. I believe that is Sports Drum Speedway's third annual. I'm guessing third annual, correct, on the Ford One Hour? That's actually the fourth annual. Whoa, I'm way behind times. Fourth <laughs> annual. Just, just about a year. Just a year. F- fourth annual. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive. But uh, that and the school bus night will be on September 30th. Of course, you are the photographer at Sports Drum now, but uh, – um, you got a sidekick this year helping you out a little bit. Not talking about Vicky, but uh, anytime you're out, which that July 8th, you should have a sidekick there that's helping you out with pictures. So it's always good to get people involved in the young crowd. Um, but then October 14th, Destruction at the Battleground, kind of like a night of destruction, and the Turkey Leg 150 on Thanksgiving weekend. That is Thursday, November 25th. So pretty cool. But let's go over and keep it in the Maggio family. Let's go at the Lorraine Raceway Park. Big event, March 25th, this weekend. The Race to Escape 6-Hour Enduro kicks off their season. And then April 27th, or excuse me, not 27th, 22nd, the Autism Awareness Opening Night Remembrance Night going to happen there. Uh, Then you look through here, you know, another big event that sticks out to you is July the 15th. That is the second annual Trident Street Stock Nationals. I called the first annual uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Ace Racing League Outlaw Compact Street Stocks. That's always a phenomenal, phenomenal event to be a part of. So uh, very cool. Very excited for Randy Nims, uh tracks this year in 2023. And, of course, they end the season with the Halloween Festival of Speed, and that's pretty cool as well. Now, another track that I haven't had the schedule for because I forgot to print it off, to be honest, is Salem Speedway. April 16th is their opening night. I will be calling that event. I believe that is a Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. They are split this year. It's kind of different than 2022. Uh, Bill Nicely and family had that track in 2022. Nick Bohannon and Glenn Luckett, the manager this year, going a different direction. Great events. The semis are returning this year. And how can we forget, Hawk, the 200-lap crown bick on the high banks? Uh, that was like a, a legendary race, if you will. I mean, it was amazing how many fans they uh, brought about for the crown vicks. People that really weren't into the crown vicks yet because they were, you know, the grassroots beginner class. They shouldn't be on the big track. Well, I mean, they proved to everybody that uh, those guys are competitive they're great race cars, and they won a lot of fans over that day. Well, it was incredible. I mean, how could you forget that last lap? Uh, I mean, it, it was just something surreal. And then, of course, Jake Wells gets the win. But what an event that was with Aaron C. and Perry Witsit. I mean, th- that was incredible. Something we'll never forget. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it's going to be tough to top it, but I have a feeling uh, those Crown Vic guys will uh, give it a good whirl this year again. Yeah, no doubt. So April 16th is the season opener. The Great American Stocks always put on a fabulous show all season long. Crown Vic's on the big track. Crown Vic's small track scrappers. Looking on through here, you look at June. The ASA CRA Super Series returns and the JEG CRA All-Stars. They are returning as well. June 17th, I get to call this event. I am very excited. Semis back on the high banks. Crown Vic's Big Track and Scrappers are back. July 1st and 2nd, huge event weekend. Again, Firecracker 200 weekend. Then, of course, the iconic one, October 21st, 22nd, the Halloween 200 weekend. I'll get to be a part of that again. Very excited for the 2023 season at Salem Speedway. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it up there a few times as well, hopefully with you, and uh, we can enjoy the racing action up there and uh, 
you can maybe uh, you can do your announcement like you're doing, and uh, I'll probably bring the camera along and get some good shots up there too. Now, let's switch gears. How about this? This was another big announcement. I-65 Speedway resurgence this year on Wednesday nights throughout the year. All kicks off on Wednesday, April the 12th, Wednesday, May the 17th, Wednesday, June 14th, Sunday, July 2nd during Fair Week, Wednesday, July 5th during Fair Week, Wednesday, July 19th, Wednesday, August 16th, Wednesday, September 13th, race time 7 p.m. Going to do a lot of modified Crown Vic, um, Smack Talker Division up there, if you will. Um, some front-wheel drive. I don't know what he's got planned. Hornet Division, I guess you could call it. And uh, that's pretty incre- impressive that uh, Mike Gibson, this is something we didn't see happening. No, uh, a lot of people surprised by this. But I believe as it went down, the, the fair board there at the Scott County Fairgrounds wanted to have some racing there off and on maybe once a month. So they were looking for someone to kind of make a deal. And uh, lo and behold, Mike Gibson from the Sports Drome and, and Dean World, I believe, a big part of this too, uh, they came up with a deal. And uh, as you mentioned, the dates there, basically uh, every month on the teen Wednesday, uh, except for the opener in April, because I believe April 19th, Brownstown has an event scheduled. So they moved that back a week. So the actual opener is April the 12th. And then you mentioned, too, they got a couple races there stuck in there for fair week in the early July, uh, month of July. So, uh, but yeah, I think they worked out a deal there. So uh, it should be interesting to see how things go with that. I'm going to be uh, probably making most, if not all, of those events, too, to check out the action. Yeah, no doubt. I'm going to do my darndest to uh, actually be there as well, taking notes and whatnot, uh, having fun with all the drivers, crews, and fans, of course. But uh, one more schedule I wanted to take a peek at is the Evergreen Speedway up at Northeast Washington. Hard to believe in this figure-eight genre and racing genre. We meet fans and family. They become family all over the United States, and James Conley and his wife and what they've done for figure-eight racing up there in that territory, I call it. Pretty impressive. And April 1st, again, that is when they're going to kick off their season with the Monroe Grocery Outlet Night Pro Late Models, Mini Stocks, Outlaw Figure 8, Hornets, and Stingers. And then the big one I got circled that I may or may not make an appearance at is the BECU Figure 8 Nationals presented by CW11 on July the 15th. Outlaw Figure 8, Super Stock Figure 8, Stingers, Hornets, Vintage Modifieds up there and we've gotten to know we've met a lot of these people at the california race well i've met a lot of them at the colorado race you actually came with uh, the color california race with me and such a great family of racers out there yeah i mean uh those, i got to meet a lot of them as you said uh after being friends with them online and i got to meet them down there it was a they, there was a bunch of them showed up at orange show and that was great to see and it was great to talk to all those guys and make good friends with them and uh uh, one of these days, I'm going to try to make it out there to Evergreen Speedway myself. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, let's talk about, uh, now that we're past the schedules of a lot of places, let's talk about some of the big news in the off season because it was a crazy news off season. Moving schedules. Let, let's be honest. We're 100% open here. Not the most happiest people. Anderson Speedway versus Mount Lawn. You know, of course, Mount Lawn going on Saturday nights now making their own business decision. Don't blame them at all. Uh, That was a decision that Jimmy and Dave thought would be best. And then, of course, we know that Anderson wasn't too happy because you and I really didn't even realize that they were that close in distance. Yeah, they are uh, a lot closer than what we thought. And uh, as you say, uh, Mount Lawn decided to go to Saturday nights. 
and uh, we'll uh, just have to see how that goes. It's say Saturday night is your traditional race night, I guess you could say, and uh, a lot of tracks are uh, jumping on that, and uh, you know, because a lot of tracks are suffering with the attendance and uh, what have you. And I think a lot of the, the the thing is, you know, Saturday nights is the night to go to. But uh, there's going to be a lot of tracks uh, going against each other this year. Yeah, no doubt. And we're we're honest. Look, I, I mean, Mount Lawn had to make a business decision. Let's let's be honest. If you are racing on a Sunday night, and their national anthem was scheduled to be set off at six p.m., Mount Lawn's car count was phenomenal this year. They they always have a great car count. Time you get the kids home at nine thirty or ten o'clock, you get them bathed, you, you get them in bed at eleven eleven thirty. They have to get up and go to school the next day. Look, it's not fun, and a lot of these drivers from Mount Lawn were driving somewhat an hour and a half, two hour distance to get to Mount Lawn Speedway. I know anytime our local drivers down here in Kentucky or Southern Indiana, it's about a three three and a half hour haul. I, I get what they were doing. Yes, uh, like I said, a lot of those guys are, are driving from far away, and it was great that they were getting the car counts that they did. But, yeah, we did, uh, like I said, we were up there a lot last year, and we did hear the talk and the rumblings of people wanting them to move it off a of Sunday because it was so hard for everybody. Uh, you know, they could race during the day, and during the summer it gets really hot in the afternoons. And so, you know, they wanted to have it a little bit later, and then it gets late. So, as you say, a lot of people wanted them to move, but I think they were listening to a lot of the drivers. So, they decided to go ahead and give it a try, and, you know, we'll see how it goes this year. Yeah, no doubt. And then moving along here, the Wednesday nights at Scottsburg. Again, we didn't see it coming, but I'm glad to see it coming. Uh, Mike Gibson and the crew, of course, is going to have a lot of help from Dean Whirl and, uh, you know, Brandon Taylor and, Chris Workman, and uh, Chris Workman, of course, a great late model driver, knows a lot about dirt. So that's pretty cool to see uh, Mike Gibson resurge I-65 Speedway. Yeah, and uh, as he's mentioned, you know, uh, you know, nobody runs on Wednesdays except for a special every once in a while, as we said, Brownstown and maybe a couple other tracks around. So that's a night where, you know, a lot of guys like to run and race at different tracks. So it's it's open right there. The schedule's there. It's only once a month. So I think you'll get some guys from far away that'll make a you know make the uh, haul down or up wherever they're coming from to uh, uh, race on a Wednesday and maybe they'll like it maybe they'll be back and you know the car count might be phenomenal you just never know you you never know especially with modified guys Crown Vic guys but uh, moving on to another news new ownership Salem Speedway Nick Bohannon taking the charge there and Glenn Luckett being announced the general manager which is huge Glenn Luckett top-notch guy nick bohannon loving racing he is stepping into the ownership row i don't even know how many times i could count i i couldn't count how many rumors and whatnot was going on in 2022 in the offseason to 2023 on who was finally getting salem speedway hawk yeah it was a crazy offseason for salem speedway i mean the rumors and the the talk and all the speculation it was crazy. We didn't even know. I mean, we have a lot of inside information, and we really didn't know a lot of times what was going on. But in the end, you know, it's great to hear that Nick Bohannon got he's a great guy, a racer, you know. So he kind of knows what's going on. And, and right away, you know, he, he gets Glenn Luckett up there, and we, we've met him a lot up at Mount Lawn. He helped a lot up there last year. He's a great guy, uh, you know, been in the circuits and the CRA and all that. So 
he knows what's going on. And so they're going to have a great year up there, uh, no doubt, in 2023. Well, Glenn Luckett doesn't know this yet, but I'm um, definitely getting him on as a guest for this episode coming up soon. So we'll hear a lot from Glenn Luckett, but uh, I'm excited to work with him this year. But how about Circle City's new ownership? Of course, they snagged me to be the director of race operations this year. New territory for me. Um, I've always talked to any people, but now they're going to be part of the family as well. Um, working now on getting people hired and put in the tower staff as I'm over that area. Uh, a lot of people are asking what my position holds. Look, um, I hired a race director. That is the guy on typically on the race. We're talking to the drivers. But my job is to make sure the race goes as smoothly as possible. I'm going to be talking the track staff, the safety staff. I'm going to be making sure that everyone in the tower from the score um, to the race director does their job. Uh, that is mine. I am the overseer of that whole operation of the race time, if if you will, the race director uh, who is just directing the race as well, making it go smooth, making sure he's making the right calls to the drivers and whatnot. So that is the difference race director versus director of race operations. So I'm overseeing that whole operation. So uh, very excited to work with the new owners, Shannon Mastin, Eddie Van Meter, of course, his wife, Donna Van Meter. Very excited for 2023. Yeah, and I want to be, uh, I guess, the first one, if you will, to congratulate you on your position there. And uh, I'm sure, uh, I know already we've talked a lot about, the, you know, getting ready for this season. It's already been kind of stressful for you, but I'm sure – once things get going there, I'm sure you'll have everything lined out. It's going to be a great season, but it is going to be uh, be something different for you. But uh, it sounds like everything's falling into place pretty well up there, and y'all going to have a great year. Yeah, no doubt. And, and look, I, I knew, and I told you this when that opportunity came, because you and I are best friends, if you will, and I, we talk a lot. And, and I knew it was going to be a struggle, and I knew it was going to be a challenge, but uh, you don't know unless you step out on that ledge and uh, that is exactly what I'm doing. I love racing, and here we go. Everything fell into place. But uh, here's another thing we haven't talked much about. Let's talk about this. Since you know, and, and I know a lot of people are talked at the end of last season at Sportstrom. Well, the Outlaws are never coming back. The Outlaws are never coming back. Well, everyone knows the Outlaw car count at Sportstrom hasn't been uh, what they have liked to see, right? So. The rumors started. Uh, you you got to love it because once someone talks, by the time it reaches person number 50, it's a totally 50 different stories, right? So guess what's on the schedule this year? Outlaw figure eights again. Now, only two races, but that's more than a lot of people anticipated, Hawk. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there was talk that he was going to drop them completely, but uh, we didn't believe that. But, uh, I mean, we always love to see some more races on there. But, yeah, the car count wasn't the best, you know. But there seems to be more and more guys interested in this area of in getting outlaws, you know. We're seeing some different names pop up. Plus, the biggest news is they're going to be on the same tire as a speed drone, and that is the big kicker right there. Yeah, that's huge, um, no doubt. That is huge. Kevin Garrigus, Mike Gibson working together to make that happen. Very impressive because, you know, nobody wants to buy tires here and have to go to place B and buy tires again and – you know, travel out to Colorado, travel out to California, travel up to Painesville. You know, people want to be on the same tire. It's going to save. It's going to be cost effective, right? We all know that racers, you know, spend money and money and money. And they never come out ahead unless you have great sponsors. But uh, anything to save the racer money is what we want to see. Yeah, and, you know, they're only having those two events, but like say on the same tire, they're going to be two big events. And 
We say it all the time, but I think it's even more and more so now that they are on the same tire. And we've got a lot of outlaw drivers down in the Kentuckiana area, if you will. You know, if we can get some good car counts, get everybody to show up from here and get a lot of guys from Indy show, get good car counts, you know, we'll see maybe next year get some more outlaw races on the schedule. Yeah, because the more cars you get, the more pay. So um, that that's a good incentive. But now let's keep it with outlaws because the next big news we heard was Painesville Speedway and adding the World 300 on September 30th with the Buckeye Nationals on July 8th. The crowd, that that proves right there. I'm, I'm going to go on and say this. If you learn anything, if you are a a fan of the sport and you come out and you show these guys, you respect them and you want to see them. Guess what happens? You you get more races on the schedule, right? And that's exactly what we saw at Painesville Speedway. That first annual, um, at 2021 that I got to be a part of, I'll be honest with you. I know the IOFS went up there, the international figure eight series, whatnot that the Hargraves in them had. I heard it was great. I did not know what, we were getting into right i didn't know if we were going to have 500 people i didn't know if we were going to have 2000 people well it sold out i was like man there's a really want of for the fan base up here for outlaw figure eight racing or late model figure eight racing whatever you want to call them in different aspects incredible so randy is his thinking his dad of course and uh you know they said well we're going to have a second annual this is going to be great Second annual, we're going to do it. 2022, the second annual Buckeye Figure 8 Nationals presented by Marsh Trucking. Very cool. Again, sold out. Dang it, Doodle shirts everywhere because everyone knows Doodle is like the fan favorite up there in his hometown of Painesville now. I always laugh at that. But here we go again. It's sold out two years in a row. So guess what? It's the third annual Buckeye Figure 8 Nationals on July the 8th um, or July something. I'm not for sure it's the 8th or not. I don't have the schedule in front of me again, but I know it's in July. I think it's the 8th. But guess what they did, Harold? They added now another outlaw race in that September 30th, the World 300 Rebirth. That's, you show the guys, you showed, if you're a driver, you show the promoter that you want to race. Well, the promoter needs to see the fans come out as a business model, right? So guess what? I believe for the third year in a row, the Buckeye Figure 8 National is going to be sold out. But guess what? Now, this is a huge, iconic event because it was at Louisville Speedway. It was at Sportstrom Speedway. It's now up there on Lake Erie and Painesville. It's the World 300. How cool is that? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, uh, uh, Randy's doing some great work up there in, in Ohio. And, and as you say, you know, he's he's listening to the fans, you know. They come out in groves and a big deal. And I just love it. You know, of course, like you say, Doodle's a big favorite up there. And uh, I'm sure they'll get now with this, uh, having two races too, the uh, more drivers are going to look at that and say, you know, we probably need to get up there, you know, the ones that haven't been up there yet, and check this out and be part of the this deal that's uh, outlaw figure eight races starting to grow up there. You know, you got some of those guys up there that race up there normally in the Ironman and everything. You know, I've heard a couple of them guys talk about they'd like to get in some of these cars. So, you know, you're starting to get guys think about building cars up there, too. Well, yeah, absolutely. They are the world's fastest figure eight cars. I mean, we can talk about it all day long, but uh, it, it's incredible because you have another fan base. You have the Michigan drivers, you know, the Michigan Rebel, Dennis Wisman, you know, up there. Always good to see him. Eugene Warden, uh, you know, all those guys. 
Th- then you look over, you have some that race at Flat Rock and um, whatnot. So you have another area of drivers up there with our drivers. It's not really too far either. I mean, you pay them 5000 to win. They go all the way to Florida and Tampa. But it's just like a five-and-a-half, six-hour commute from here. So it's pretty cool. It's growing this year. I, I know a t- couple of drivers who have not been up there this year, or excuse me, in years past, they're going to make the trip this year at Painesville, Ohio, at Painesville Speedway. So very incredible there as well. Well, now it's time for the final thoughts. It was a great Season 2 kickoff episode. We're going to have a lot of guests this year, a lot of other things as well going on with our show. We're going to be here weekly. Uh, but, Hawk, what's your final thoughts on the 2023 season as we are yet upon another season? Yeah, like I say, uh, as we started out talking about Mother Nature and things, so hopefully – that's not something we have to keep talking about every week for the first two, three months of the season. You know, it, it's going to already affect it now, but hopefully things won't, that won't be a trend. So that's one thing we want to do is try to keep the schedules as they are. And I know you've got your, uh, uh, stuff going on up there at circle city and hopefully that's going to go well. I'm going to try to visit you as much as I can up there and maybe do a little photography up there, different places I can, uh, go to most everywhere I go to, I usually drag the camera along and, uh, take some good pictures and always, always like to take some good pictures wherever I go. And, uh, hopefully we have a good season down here at sports Dome again, 77th year. As I say, I've got things ready. Got my little office going here, getting it all ready to go and, uh, uh looking for another great year. No doubt. And uh, it is going to be a great season. We talk about it. You know, there's so many things to look forward to so many tracks, um, I, I'm I'm incredibly excited for it and uh, getting ready and set. Football season's over. Hockey season, we're in the midst of it. How's the Blues doing, by the way? Uh, the Blues are already looking to the future, so they're not going to make the playoffs, but uh, they've made a lot of moves uh, before the trade deadline, uh, getting rid of a lot of the veteran players and, and getting taking a good look at some young players. So uh, it's exciting to see some of these young players grow and uh, – Interesting to see. Uh, I'm sure they'll be back and uh, ready to go for another cup next year. Hey, you never know. It's always the thing. We talked about it. NHL, of course, I'm a Nashville Predators fan. Seems like all the teams are switching up with trades and whatnot right now. So, you know, but I am ready for race season. That is the main thing we always look forward to. It's like Christmas time again. That's all we know each and every week is at the racetrack. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff this year in 2023. I'm so excited for it. But, uh, for everybody, we are so glad to be back and ready for Season 2 of the Wild Will Throwdown. As always, I want to thank Ryan, Dustin, and everyone from Dirt 2 Media for the production of the Wild Will Throwdown and giving us a platform. I want to thank you, of course, my buddy from Race 8, Hawk Carroll Adams, for coming on each week as the co-host there of this show. And I want to thank, of course, all the drivers, crews, and especially the great fans for tuning in. As always, I am Wild Will Greenwell, and I will see you around the turn, and we'll see you next week here on the Wild Will Throwdown.